What's up, fellas? So on today's podcast, got me, Nick, and Spence. We're the three goons, three main hosts on this podcast. And on this one, we talked about work life and supporting yourself in racing. Then we got into the pros a little bit because Anaheim 1 is this weekend. And then we talked about amateurs a little bit and then some local racing. So hopefully the podcasts are getting a little bit better and and we'll let producer Joe bring us into this episode. This is Spence's first time, so how about you introduce yourself, how you got into racing, and why your bikes are always so clapped. Buddy, my bikes aren't clapped. You said I can't, you can't, I can't give out names. Well, we, we, t- we they gotta know our own names. Well, I mean, like, people that got me into riding, you said I can't give out names. No, you just can't call out people in a bad way. Oh, fine. All right, well, uh, my name is Spencer. I got into riding probably when I was, like, nine, maybe. Uh, I had a couple buddies that started riding. Their dads used to race, and we'd all go out to the track in Farmington that our dads would take us to and stuff, just a family friend, and we'd ride out there and stuff. Believe it or not, I started riding on quads. I know Alex doesn't like quads, but, you know. I really – nobody likes quads. Started there and then quit all the way through high school, and then – Spent most of my grad money getting my first 250, which my mom wasn't too pumped about, and got from there. <laughs> the 05. Buddy, that was the worst bike I've ever had. You just didn't know how to ride it. No, dude, the thing was garbage. No, that it was, wasn't. That was the worst bike I've ever had. My little 80 that I got from John, the little, like, 1985 <laughs> 80 or something, that thing ripped. My 05 was... <laughs> Buddy, I ripped on that 05. Yeah, I know. So did Nick, and it really made me mad, but that bike was garbage. I don't remember riding it. You rode it at Doug's one day. Remember we went out there, and you weren't supposed to be riding, and you did anyways? Yeah. One of the the times he was broken? Yep. Let's not say stuff like that in the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, but... Why? That that bike was pretty pretty messed up. Like, when I rode my 13, I almost looped out on it, because I wasn't used to having a fast bike that wouldn't cut out all the time. (laughs) Dude, that 05... That was, like, not safe to ride. Yeah, I know. I'm glad I got it. <laughs> you could just go over any jump, and all of a sudden, it could just freaking bog out right on the face. Dude, I had to hold it fourth gear tapped at Kellogg to hit that back triple, and I hit it on Todd's bike, and OJ the piss out of it in second gear on his bike. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I rode a Cowie. Sorry, Nick. Yeah, whatever, dude, whatever. You know we all want one. No, I want a Honda. Hondas are sick. But, you know, Blue Crew. Honda's sound safe. Yeah, that's the only reason I want one. They sound cool. They do sound pretty nice. If you got the right setup. Mitchell's sounds pretty good. Oh, yeah. He's got the Yoshis. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, I guess, do you guys want to get right into our main topic here? Or... Yeah, sure. I guess kind of blabbered on a little bit. So, I guess I just kind of want to talk about, like, work life. And stuff like that, like supporting yourself in racing, because we've all got kind of a different scenario that we're working with. Like, Spence supports himself all the way. I pay for my own stuff, but always have parents at the track helping me when I need it and stuff. And then Nick, up until now, was on a full factory ride from his parents. Yeah, I kind of just started paying for that. Yeah, I know. I'm I was very, that? I'm very excited. <laughs> Yeah. I'm Welcome sure to the club, Nick. Yeah, cool club. Cool club. Yeah, club. <laughs> You're probably gonna quit racing now, huh? No, no. Going all out. What? Going all out. We'll see about that. <laughs> no, all right. Well, I guess we can start with Spence. Spence, what do you do for work? How do you like it? And how do you uh, like supporting yourself in this uh, racing thing? Buddy, if I gave my 100% honest opinion on my job, and <laughs> I'd probably get fired. 
But I mean, I, so I work at Stormbridge Construction thanks to Alex's mom, even though he quit. <laughs> I, I left you. Yeah, thanks. But uh, he left me with Evan. <laughs> Evan and Dave. Dude. Yeah, Evan and Dave and Jerry and Daniel, all the guys are in jail now. So thank you, love that. But uh, it's not it's not terrible. I mean, I guess the jobs that I'm on right now really sucks because it's two months behind. It was supposed to be open on Thanksgiving. And uh, that hasn't happened yet. And then it got even better today because people were moving, getting moved in by the owners. And they're not supposed to be doing that because the city hasn't approved it yet. And the city found out about it. So I'm kind of interested to see what happens at work tomorrow. So what is it exactly that you do there? Because it doesn't really seem like you do much based on the amount that you Snapchat me throughout the day. Oh, yeah. And try and call me. Just put me on. Blood. I'll be I'll be working at like eight in the morning, and I'll just get a random phone call from you while I'm trying to work. Well, maybe he's got earbuds in. And he just wants to talk. Yeah, I always got my earbuds in, buddy. Anytime you call me, I have to stop what I'm doing. That's why you just get <laughs> headphones. I wear headphones, but the stuff I do makes too much of a racket. Oh well, I mean, it depends day to day. Like, I mean, last Saturday when I had to go in, or I guess we'll start on. Uh, Christmas Eve when I had to go in for a half day I vacuumed most of the units and offices and hallways in the building because people are getting ready to move in I did that for the four hours and then there's other days where I sit in the lift all day uh, like when we were booming up, booming in appliances and like the refrigerators and dishwashers and whatnot I had to sit there and unload the trucks and wait for the appliance guys to take them off the truck or the installed building solution guys and they do the blinds and stuff I usually got to Boom them up into the building because none of the other Stormbridge people are certified, I guess, at this job site. And Matt just doesn't want to do it. <laughs> so, I mean, well, why would he when you can do it? Yeah. I mean, it's not terrible, but there's definitely days where I'm in there for eight hours straight and I can't go to lunch. That sucks. Yeah. But I mean, at least it's got heat. I remember at Rise when last winter when Carrie had to do the lift, he had to sit there and scrape it with a credit card because he kept getting cold and that extreme had no heat. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I guess when I first started at Stonebridge, I pumped water for four months, and that sucked. I was right there with you after a couple months, though. I remember being on the job site, and that's what we did every day for at least a couple months. Yeah, dude, it was real nice, you know, and you'd pump out the whole basement early in the morning, get done, and then it would start pouring rain, and you'd just see fountains of water coming through the garage floor again. Love that. I mean, it was pretty easy, though. You just had to set up pumps and then just basically watch it pump water. I know, but it was the, like, they were like fire hoses. That's why it sucked, having to move all that stuff around. Yeah. But, I mean, it gets gets the job done and lets me do my racing thing. So, yeah, it is what it is. I can't complain. I, I don't have to work weekends, which is, like, the only reason I'm keeping that job right now. Yeah. But, it's I nice. Mean, it helps me pay for the stuff I got to pay for. So, until I find something else, I might have to hit up Joe Geist, maybe, see if he can get me a job. But you've been working at that for quite a while. Your day will come. I know. I'm getting closer. Are you looking around for other stuff or just waiting? Uh, Well, I was kind of like in between, I guess. I applied at Hench's earlier this fall, which I think I did it too late in the season because, like, they're kind of getting the winter stuff. And I was talking to Johnny because him and his brother own it or whatever. And they just – they never got back to me. So I might talk to him at Snowcross this weekend and talk to him about the spring. But they're union guys, so they get paid pretty well. Max Ryan's dad works there, and he seems to be doing all right. Go work at Nick's old job. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they're looking for someone. I kind of want to just get, like, certified in, like, heavy machinery, because I can already do it on a city. So... I thought about doing that for a while. Do that. I work they for make, Stonebridge. They make a lot. You should do that for sure. Yeah, or just doing the, like getting a class A or class B license, which probably sounds a lot easier said than done. But You know, I kind of thought about, thought about that too because I was on the job site at my current job and I watched our delivery guy pull up and he just sat in the truck while we unloaded everything. And I was like, that's the gig right there. Yeah. Drive a truck to the job site and have someone else unload the truck. Yeah, and then you just go back and do it again. My dad does that. And he doesn't seem to hate it. Yeah. He's, he's delivering food and stuff, so he's starting at 3 in the morning. But, I mean, he's... He's not doing that much, I don't think, yeah. compared to what we're doing. Yeah, so you're a construction laborer. I'm a plumber. You were a construction laborer. I was. Well, then I upgraded. Plumber. Laid pipe. <laughs> Lay pipe all day. 
Which isn't that bad of a gig, because, like, right now, it kind of sucks, though, because I get to work at 6, and I grab the big drill, and I drill holes for 12 hours a day. I mean, like, the drilling holes isn't that bad. Especially, like, when you're drilling down through the floors and stuff, it's pretty easy, because you just walk around all day and pop some holes going straight down. Yeah, that'd be, that'd... but then when you have to, but then you have to drill overhead, and you just get freaking covered in wood shavings all day. Yeah. You're getting your sweatshirt, getting your t-shirt, getting your hard hat, and you're just itchy all day because the freaking wood chips all over you. Yeah, but... dude, you all know it's the worst on construction sites when you get the stupid like drywall fire caulk stuff, the white stuff. <laughs> Oh my god, bro! That is the worst. It sticks to everything. You can't get it off, and then she got sawdust around. The stuff that never dries. Yes. At least when I was fire, I was fire caulking on my first job site at this job, and that was like the red, the red stuff. So at least it dries, but I got it over everything. My first day, all my tools were just covered in the stuff. It was so annoying. Yeah, we're yeah. stupid like coworkers that drag the cords through that stuff and then don't <laughs> it off. You just gotta take dirt. Dirt doesn't stick to top, so you just gotta <laughs> gotta rub it in some dirt. <laughs> wow. All right. Well, that'll lead us into our next segment. What Nick does for work? Nick's a. Uh, I am. Uh, I actually have been what's your what time? So I'm gonna say it. Because I figured out how I want to learn it. And I work in the precast okay. at Wells Concrete. <laughs> <laughs> the precast department. Yeah, That's I wasn't sure is. how I wanted. Okay, don't get mad at me. I wasn't like, I don't know how to bring it up. It's not dirty. Is it? so at all. Nick, well, all you do all day is, you pre- all you do all day is. Is what? He's putting his cock in the cracks. <laughs> wow. That's what he does all day is for yeah, put his cock in the cracks. Buddy, this is supposed to be a like PG podcast. I never said that. Well, that's it's gone I, now. I don't want it. I don't want it to be a PG podcast. It's more fun with stuff. Well, we can't just we can't just be running a sailor mouth the whole time. No, not like that. It's not PG. Either. Like I like listening to stuff and whether or not I don't know how to explain it. So, Nick, what exactly do you do? I uh, seal buildings, so I cock cracks all day. How, how is that? Yeah, real mature. Real mature. Real mature. <laughs> uh, how do you like that? I, I, I enjoy it. it sucks when Cause you're definitely make... outside, but... Yeah, tell me about it, buddy. At least we got heat in the building. I was in a t-shirt today. It was awesome. Yeah, it is nice being inside. Yeah, we... yeah but you know what happened when I was wearing a t-shirt today? No. I was sitting there talking to my foreman, signing some documents on the iPad. He's sitting there looking at me. He's like, is that a freaking hickey on your neck? The first thing he says to me. <laughs> Just because I freaking got in my t-shirt and forgot about it. I was pissed. Buddy. You're... Never, I'm not, never mind. We're not even going to have this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. rather not have the conversation. Kind of a personal thing. Well, you yeah. brought it on yourself. It was funny. I was kind of mad. But he understood. Yeah, I mean, it was New Year's, so you might have a little... New Year's was wild. Yeah, I know. You should explain to everybody the slope of plumbing, because I kind of didn't understand that. Yeah, um, Josh, Josh is like, he's, he's a talker when he gets drinking. I'm like, yeah, he likes to talk, I guess. I guess he is. Well, I just, I wanted to call, I wasn't drinking, first of all. I'm not 21, I wasn't drinking. Okay, well, we talk a lot. That Kool-Aid got to him real quick. There was some extra sugar in that Kool-Aid, dude. Water, that yeah, I, I was getting videos, and all of a sudden you start going off about slope and calling out some other plumbing contractors, and I was like, all right. this. Well, I was sitting there at the table, and the glass on the table had a plumbing company on it, and, like, you can't put a glass in front of me that has another plumbing company on it because, like, they probably don't know how to plumb. Like, <laughs> no one knows how to plumb like my company. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Top-rated plumbers. Except for me, don't really know how to plumb. Yeah, it's a learning experience. You know what it is, and I think we'll get there someday. But I'd There's rather a lot to learn that kind of stuff. What? There's a lot to learn, like all the little tricks and stuff. Yeah. The measurements. The slope. Especially when I have to like 
once I have to take the freaking journeyman test, that's going to suck. Yeah. I heard it's very difficult. Really? Yeah, I mean, there's so much stuff you have to memorize and, like, stuff you don't really even learn on the job and stuff. Jeez. Open Are you using your headphones right now or just your regular phone? My regular phone, why? Definitely might want to try your headphones. Really? Yeah, try them. Oh. Sounds fine to me. Really? It sounds kind of like muffly. It sounds muffly. It's probably my voice. Probably. Yeah, the mole's probably obstructing oh, yeah, the speech. Sure. Bring the mole in. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just a defining characteristic. All right, let me ask you boys a question. If you had to give a pro and a con to how you're supported for racing, what would you what would you list off? What What do you mean, like how you're supported, like Nick, obviously. like the way we're oh, like the way we're doing it? Yes. Uh, I don't know. There's the cons aren't really like that bad, I guess, considering after all, it is racing dirt bikes and stuff. Because like the pros. You kind of get to do your own program and do what you want every weekend. And you can kind of make your own decisions and stuff. And then you feel better about yourself, supporting yourself and paying for all your stuff. But then the cons is kind of like being broke all the time, spending all your money on these things. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, about the same. Uh, And at least like, I guess I'd have to say it would be a little different. Like the pros are going like, like you said, being able to do everything on my own or whatever and go wherever I want. The bad things are, I guess, the cons are like, I don't always have somebody there with me because apparently yeah. I think I get hurt a lot. And I'm fragile. Um, dude, your ankles and your knees are fragile. Well, dude, you need to drink more milk. People keep landing on me. All right. That happened one time and your other injuries were because of your own issues. Well, when I broke my ribs, I hit a kicker. That was not my fault. Well, you case a lot of jumps. Well, yeah, I cased the jump when I did my ankles on my 250. I had a long night before that. I had to go to a rave, and we're not even – I didn't Yeah, we're just, I didn't want to go to that stupid thing, but – That was funny. Yeah, that was dumb. But uh, Then you caught your knee in that rut. Yeah, let's – yeah, let's <laughs> – I'm still feeling that, honestly. You I feel probably like you get some knee braces. Like, I don't even know how that happened, honestly. <laughs> like, I didn't even think my – The pimp limp, dude. Rut. I don't think I've ever seen you walk pop? without a limp. Yeah, it's probably it's been a while. But you're starting to walk like she who must not be named. That's not no. <laughs> Definitely not. You guys have a similar walk. I don't have a walk that bad. It kind of looks like you always are trying to like holding back a poop when you walk. No, I just had injuries buddy i'm older than you wait till you get to my age you'll start feeling it you got two years on me yeah well that's two more years of injuries that you don't have if anybody should have shot knees and legs and ankles it's me i did a lot more playing sports than you guys i took a lot more hits i was a goalie yeah that's hard on the joints buddy that's hard but you're not taking hits like in football or lacrosse you know how many concussions I've that's heard? all upper body buddy. but you're taking hits Don't even bring up concussions when we got Nick in the chat. I've had a lot. I don't know if I've had more than Nick, but I have had a few. Nick's had a few concussions. Yeah, I know he has. I can tell. How are concussions, Nick? Is he still here? I don't think so. It says he is. What happened to him? Maybe because he's using his headphones. Hello? I don't know. Oh, Oh, there you go. What the heck? What happened? I don't know. I was talking. That, was... No. that makes us sound dumb. Yeah, we didn't hear anything you said. Maybe that's what were you saying about your interrupted the whole time, and I just stopped talking. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, tough to tell when each other's going to talk. God, yeah. See, there we go again. What? Nothing. Oh, I, thought, I thought I was gone again. No. Yeah, I have no idea how many concussions I have. There's been a few. Do the headphones sound better? Oh, yeah. It's not, I can understand you better. All right. We should probably get some more professional equipment one of these days. Yeah, it goes bigger. <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of a slim chance. Yeah. 
It's on Apple, so that's cool. We just got to know people, know the right people. Yeah, I thought it would take off a little bit more when it got on Apple. But, like, over half of our listens came from Spotify. Really? I didn't think people really use Spotify for podcasts, but. Well, at least you're getting listens, though. We got a decent amount already. I was actually pretty pumped with how many we got. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I think once we get a couple more guests on here and stuff, then it might take off. Because I've had a few people that have asked me if they can get on it eventually. And we've got some lined up on uh, this weekend. Oh, I know. I got one lined up, not for this weekend, but I won't name any names yet. Good, good. So. All right. So we got uh, A1 on Saturday, which I'm very excited for. Barch is not finally found. Barsh, dude, Barsh is going to win. Barsh is not going to win. If he cuts his hair, he's going to win. You know how hard <laughs> it was for me to pick my fantasy picks? I couldn't even pick my top five because there's just that many guys that can do it. I just When's the deadline know. for that? Uh, Tomorrow, I think. I should probably do that. Yeah, that's why I told you to do it earlier. You never brought that up. Yes, yeah, yes I did. All right, so they finally came out with a list for like the 250 coasts and everything. And the 450 lineup for the weekend. And I think I counted last week. And there's like 12 guys in the 450 class alone that you wouldn't be surprised to see win. Yeah, there, there's a lot. There's a, it's stacked. Please tell me Which I think is pretty cool. Please tell me how the Charlie guys are doing East Coast. Uh, Well, I'll kind of read off the list here. For It kind of goes in order by team. So for Factory, Husqvarna, got Jason Anderson, Zach Osborne, and Dean Wilson is actually racing A1, even though he was hurt. Who's making all that Nick, racket? what are you doing? That's not me. That's not me either. It's definitely Nick. I'm laying down, doing nothing. The house is creaking. Squeaky floor. All right, so we got... That might be. We got Anderson, Osborne, and Wilson on the 450s, and then uh, some of Spence's favorite people on 250s. I don't know why you we guys got... think I hate on the Troy Lee guys. I don't hate on Every them. time, not just the Troy Lee guys, every time we talk, you're talking trash about one of the 250 rookies. I'm not talking trash about the 250 rookies. I just have opinions on how some of them are getting signed versus other people. Yeah, we got to hear this. We got to hear this because you weren't here the first I podcast. Don't, I don't hate – All right, I'll read off the list. Do you have anything against – All right, so we got Michael Moseman. anybody on the Troy Lee team. RJ Hampshire. Do you have anything against Jaleek Swole? I, no, Jaleek Swole's sick. I've never met him in person, but the kid's fast, and he looks like he'd be fun to hang out with. I swear I've heard you talk about him before. No, I like Jaleek. He's fast. I don't like that he rides a Husky, but – that's not a reason to like dislike him. I think everybody should be on a Yamaha or a Honda personally. Screw Kawasaki. Sorry, Nick. Screw you. Don't 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 keep bashing Kawasaki and say sorry. Yeah. Just doesn't just doesn't do anything anymore. The only reason <laughs> I have a dislike for the Troy Lee team is just because of their rookie roster. I wouldn't even say it's a dislike. I just think it's kind of stupid that they sign all these kids that are coming right out of the amateurs out of MTF and they have guys like Seven Deuce Deuce or guys like that that have made it through a couple of years of Supercross as a privateer on a privateer team and are getting – they're not getting rides. They're getting picked over kids that have never done it before. That's a fair argument. Like, I think – I honestly think everybody should have to go through at least, like, one year as a privateer on a privateer team if you're coming out of amateurs. You shouldn't just get out of factory team. Because, like, look at the – three other guys get hurt. Like, Brandon Hartraft is the only one on that team that's done a Supercross season. So there's no way they're going to expect – like, I know they're probably ex- having low expectations, but, like, what happens if you have three rookies, they all get hurt, then you're relying on one guy? Yeah, I suppose that's a good argument. Like, they should have at least a couple – at least a couple of rookies with a couple of vets. Like, the Honda team, Geico Honda. I don't like that they have – how many guys they have, like, six? I, I thought, like, their full amateur lineup – or their full 250 lineup, they had, like, eight guys. Yeah, so they got both the Lawrences, Christian Craig, J-Mart, uh, Joe Shimoda, Carson Mumford. So, yeah, that's six right there. But, I mean, they also have some vets, like Christian Craig, who's been around forever. J-Mart's done 
supercross seasons and obviously we know he can ride outdoors hunter yeah. lawrence has proved himself outdoors not so much supercross if he was hurt and carson mumford and joe shimoda were really good in amateurs but when they did do an outdoor they both didn't do the best so it's like you should have a mix of that guy's instead of just a whole team of rookies or sign more guys that have been in the sport that deserve to give like deserve a factory or even like a small factory shot. Yeah. I just wish there was like more spots for people though. I mean, like I get it cause the amateurs should probably do more prep and not jump right into supercross right away. Cause it's stupid that you have, people that are perfectly capable of making main events for Supercross, and then you throw a bunch of rookies in that did two or three rounds of outdoors straight into Supercross. Yeah. But So back to, like, the 450 class being stacked, I've got the entry list in front of me. We got Webb, Tomac, Plessinger, Cianciarulo, Brayton, Wilson, Osborne, Anderson, Reed, Stewart, Justin Hill, Barsha, uh, Roxon. That's like a lot of big name guys in that one class alone. Yeah, there's going to be probably like five or six privateer guys in the main event if they all qualify through. Yeah, like that's crazy. Like that's the reason I like 250s. Like 450s, it's pretty much all factory guys. But the 250 class, it's mainly privateers. It's a lot. Yeah, Most of it, it's just privateers. So the fast guys are moving up. Yeah. They should have like a third class. It'd be kind of cool. Should have a one point five class. That'd be sick. What, Nick? No, I just said like what? Oh, they should have like a non support class. Like people that aren't on a well then I guess it'd be kinda lame just to have or the classes would be smaller if they took out the privateers out of the classes and stuff but that's pro- kind of probably what like supercross futures is honestly yeah okay what's the ruling on that? i'm gonna vent here real oh, quick here we go okay can we go back <laughs> to monster cup and sure. jet lawrence okay jet lawrence raised in the amateur all-star class but he already done a couple outdoors. Like, how is that fair to kids that work their asses off? Like, I'm not saying he didn't work his ass off to get an invite to that race because he did pretty dang good at Loretta's. Like, you have kids that have already done outdoors and that have been on an amateur team forever. And then you got kids that are racing the amateur all-star race that have, like, they got an invite, but nobody knows who they are. And they're on probably pretty close to a stock bike. Like, you shouldn't be racing amateur all-stars if you've already done an outdoor. Yeah, I think, like, the whole amateur scene is kind of screwed up. Like, I don't think there should be as much factory support throughout amateurs and stuff like that. Like, signing eight-year-old kids to contracts. Exactly. And taking a gamble on those kids, hoping that they're going to be good, dumping all that money into them. Like, what if the kid grows up and realizes he doesn't even want to be a pro racer? He gets burnt out right away because... See, I'm just going to be the one that rants on this show. I got some stuff I can rant. What else you rant, got? Rant. People want to hear it. Dude, it's like, okay. Get, get it talk, out. It's like the amateur scene. I know there was like an article about this a while ago. But the amateur kids that have factory rides, like, okay. They go to all the big races. Like, obviously, they, go to, they qualify for Loretta's. They go to Minio's. They go to Baja. They go to Ponca. Whatever. But they don't do half as many races as all these other kids. Like, how is that fair if you're, say, like, a kid around here, like some of the kids at Millville that do some of those races, they they race all year and they don't get training facilities, they're not getting paid, their parents are having to drive them everywhere, and they just show up and get smoked by these factory kids that do like four or five big races a year and they're getting paid for all this stuff. That's That's dumb. I don't like that. Yeah, you should definitely have to do, like, I'm sure there's more that we don't know about, but I think you should have to do a lot more races <laughs> per year if you're signed to these factory contracts because yeah, there's no should. really no substitute for gate drops. Like, you can be fast at the practice track and be fast at Loretta's and all these other nationals a couple times a year, 
but there's no way to replicate getting on the line with 20 other guys yeah, going into the like, first corner. They honestly should make a series like around the country for the factory kids, just the factory kids. Like there's, there's some that are like, obviously like D Francesco and Deegan and uh, Tim Ferry, Evan Ferry. But like on one of the other podcasts I was listening to this week, they were talking about how Evan Ferry, his dad was saying how he's so much better at Supercross and he goes to Loretta's every year almost and he does really bad. And then he goes to Vegas and he goes 1-1. Yeah. Granted, he didn't have Hayden Deegan in that race because Hayden's not old enough to race and Jet Lawrence isn't riding a Superman anymore. Max Volan was hurt. So, I mean, Evan kind of checked out, but I just, I think they should have a series where it's all the like big name factory kids and see who's the best out of those guys, not just yeah. at Loretta's because stuff happens at Loretta's. It's one week. Yeah. Not a whole series. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool to watch too. Yeah, because then, like, you could start to weed out some of those kids, I suppose, because I thought, wasn't it Shimoda that didn't even do, I thought he didn't, there was someone on a factory team that didn't even do that good in amateur amateur all-stars at Monster Cup. One of the kids that was hyped up so much, and then he actually goes to this big race and gets whooped pretty good. Yeah, there's been a few, like, Obviously, like, AC and Forkner are, are an exception to that because they – AC won nine Loretta's titles as a kid, and, like, even Alessi did too, and Forkner's – I don't know how many Forkner's won, but, I mean, he won Monster Cup three times, whether he had a stacked roster or not. He won it three years in a row. That's pretty impressive. And he just, yeah. he's still good now, but there's kids like – I mean, Hayden Deegan, when he when he battles with Dax and Bennett and all them at the bigger races, it's super fun to watch. But, like, if I was a kid having to race them, like, okay, there's kids there's kids that I race around here that I'm like, why are you even in this class? Like, move up. We all have those kids. But if I go to a local race and I'm racing, like, if I see Hayden Deegan pull up or Jet Reynolds, I was like, what's the point? Like, I don't even want to go out there. Yeah, what's I think that would be, like, races? that would be a good reason to have that series or whatever for like kids that are actually signed to a ride because you think it wouldn't benefit that benefit them that much just to pull up to a local race yeah and wax and wax everyone yeah but i don't know it'd be cool to have a series so they'd actually have some competition during the year other than those four or five races or championship yeah because that that kind of goes to loretta's too like Obviously, if you if you make it to Loretta's on a fifty, you can't race C class, which is kind of stupid, honestly, because it shouldn't matter on fifties. But like, you automatically have to go up to B class. But then there's kids that maybe they don't do good in the regional or whatever, and or they just want to they all the C riders want to pull. Oh, I just want to stay and see another year for Loretta's. But then some of them don't try. Like we've all seen that this year. We've seen it every year. Yeah, or the kids like, I like obviously I don't think Carson Mumford actually did this, but like those type of kids that are on factory rides that were in B class forever. Because like, remember how stacked B class two fifty B was like two years ago? Yeah, because like, he had all these factory kids. Yeah, like when Pierce Brown in that and, one class, Derek Drake and Carson Mumford, all those guys were in B. Like even this year, two fifty two fifty B is always the toughest class of Loretta's, but mm-hmm. like you don't have enough kids moving up into tougher classes because they all want to obviously get a ride but you should only be able to do it like race if you race 250b two years in a row and you finish top 10 at loretta's like move up to a like yeah they should have some championship but like c they should have some sort of rule like c like c class if you make it to loretta's in c class then you have to move up there should be something that pushes you up to a class if you do so well in b class yeah, especially like 250B. I, I get College Boy because, I mean, you can obviously, me and Alec, me and you know how College Boy went this year, like showing up. Hey, to man, I, and... I got mid I got mid pack. I was pumped. I know. I didn't get last. I was I was pretty happy with that. I didn't do nearly as well as I would have liked, but I didn't get last. So it was a successful trip. I beat some Minnesota kids. Yeah, I was pretty pissed off this year because there wasn't that. I don't want to like take anything away from anyone, but 
I felt like college boy this year because last year I tried at the area and regional just in 450B, and it seemed pretty stacked. And then this year I decided to go with college boy because it didn't seem as stacked last year. And I show up this year and college boy is way more stacked than 450B was. I was pretty bummed out about that because I felt like if I just would have stuck with the B classes that I probably would have had a better shot at either going to Loretta's or just having a better finish at the regional. Yeah, dude, like bar to bar, it was all A riders. Yeah. That, yeah. Like I remember when we went to, when I went to OMC this year at the Geises, we showed up and they were doing a training camp and Levi Newby was there, which I have no, I had never heard of the kid before, never seen him, but like he was the fastest one in the, in the training camp that was going on. And then he showed up at bar to bar like a couple days later when we got there and he went out and won college boy. And then he goes to the regional does good. And he got like top three overall at Loretta's this year. Hmm. That's crazy. Is that the kid on the Husky? Yeah. That's trained by Albertson. Yeah. He's crazy fast. Yeah. That kid was ripping, but I don't know, Nick, what's your like, what's the biggest step from going from a class or B class to a class? Uh, I have no, I don't know how to explain it. It's just everyone's fast in B class. Obviously, there's a couple like where there's a couple races you'll have where you can kind of space it out and you're not ride 100 percent the whole time. But A class, when you step up to A class, it's it's the that extra lap. So I guess B class is the same amount of laps these days, but um. You got the extra lap, and it's just 100% the whole time. There's someone right in front of you. There's someone right behind you. You're just battling the whole time. Right. And everyone, I, feel like, I feel like there's not as many A guys, normally, like at least at Millville, there's not always as many A guys as B guys, but they're just as – like you have to try just as hard if there's three guys versus ten guys. Yeah, they're all fast. Yeah, the... and they're all going 100%. And, yeah, they just they don't slow down the whole race. See, that's why I like C-class. You get the kids that are, like, way out front, and then there's, like, me where I'm kind of, like, mid-pack where there's times where I got to try, and then there's times where I know I'm far enough ahead where I can just coast. But then I end up, <laughs> then I, then I end up missing a trophy by, like, one spot, and I'm like, okay, I should have just tried harder. But, I mean, yeah. besides the kids that are winning by a mile that don't move up, I mean, everybody has their standout year. I mean. Dude, my favorite part of the race is near the end when everyone's spread out and you can just coast the rest of the way. It's so nice. Yeah, yeah, that you doesn't happen. Really <laughs> Alex, you don't yeah. even coast. You always, you always wait to do your charge at the end. It works a lot of the time. I know. I'm just saying, you, you always wait till like that second to last lap and then you start picking people off. I've been bumping it up to like the third to last lap recently, but then I just end up getting tired. Yeah, I try too hard off the start. My starts are crap. I found it kind of works. Like, I kind of let people go a little bit off the start. Not by choice. It's just because I get a bad start and I get discouraged right away. And then later in the race, everyone else is tired and I'm not as tired. So I can just kind of go around and say bye. Yeah. In A class, the start means so much more. Like, just that one corner. Well, that and you're, and you're making money most of the time, aren't you? Well, that too, like if you get the whole shot, of course, but that's Josh. So I don't, you're not going <laughs> to worry about that. Don't get excited about getting the whole shot because it's not going to happen. <laughs> Josh is going to get the whole shot every time. Oh, there goes Josh. Sandbag but, uh, in A class. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, because if you fall back just a little bit in A class, it's just so hard to gain that ground and catch up and pass because. Everyone knows what they're doing. Yeah. I have found there's kind of a flaw with my method and my race strategy. I feel like it is a bit easier to go out and actually get a good start because then the front pack doesn't get as far away. Like with my late race charge, I've noticed that I finish probably a little bit better than mid pack. But when I do actually get a decent start and can somehow go the whole race without getting too tired, then. I can usually end up finishing more near the front, get a trophy. Yeah, you definitely want to get a good start for sure. Which I think I should probably focus on more this year is actually like having more aggression early in the race and stuff like that. Dude, did anybody notice that the last Millville when I was like recovering on Sunday morning, 
how good my starts were. Like I was I was battling with Brock that whole first moto. Like I haven't battled with Brock all year. <laughs> what were you recovering from? We're not gonna talk about it. I just the had a, I had an exciting night. That's all we're gonna say. That was probably one of the best nights at the track we've had. Yeah, I know, because you guys were trying to Yeah, get get entertainment out of me. Especially it was enter- it you did it to yourself. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Okay, well, I did some of it. You added to that. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was funny. Then, then you tried to get me to rant. I remember that. You should have ranted. I like your rant. Yeah, I, <laughs> you were pretty close. I'm glad I thought about that because it kind of probably would have got ugly. Yeah, but it would have been good for everyone else. Nick, were you even there when that happened? I know you were like there at the beginning. When what happened? When Alec tried to get me on my rant or when he took my water from me. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the water. Yeah. Not That's cool, fun. buddy. Not. Oh, cool. yeah, it was there. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'll be having any more nights like those. I rode Come pretty, on. I rode pretty good the first moto, but when I first looked, like, when I went out for practice, I was not, not having it. You're probably still a little intoxicated when you went out for practice. No, I was completely fine, but I was just like I just wasn't in it. I didn't even want to ride. Like I didn't I didn't snap out of it. Like you guys were sitting there making fun of me. I was so zoned out. I just didn't want to ride. Probably because the track was crap. I didn't I wasn't even there that day. Sitting on the line. Yeah, you went home. Why'd you leave? He left that night. Yeah, I had Oh had yeah, because of the rain? I don't know. I don't oh, think I, I wasn't planning on riding. It probably was because of the rain. I don't remember, but I wasn't planning on riding the next day. Yeah, a lot of people didn't do second motos. I wish I wouldn't have, because then I went down and my bike wouldn't start. Isn't that when you popped your knee? No, I did that at Pronats Friday on the Donnie Schmidt day. Oh, it was? Because Jack was down there for that. that. He came down there for like two hours that day. That was the same day I broke my TV. <laughs> Every of you guys let me do that. <laughs> What'd you even do to it? Dude, I tried to kill a bug on the screen with my hat, and it, the knuckle of my hat hit the screen. And then dummy <laughs> over here, Alec thought it'd be a good idea to just start tapping the screen and busting it even more. <laughs> Dude, that TV was brand new. Yeah, I know. I had it for really? four days. I had it for four Jeez. days. I thought I could fix it. Then I had enough, Then I had to buy another one on the way home. TVs are getting <laughs> cheaper, though, so that's good. Yeah, well, that one wasn't. Especially on Black Friday, buddy. You get a TV for like 40 bucks. Yeah, I know. My dad bought a 55-inch. I remember when I was younger, I'd go Black Friday shopping with like $3 in my pocket. And I'd always think to myself, I can't wait till I'm older and have a job and making money so I can come here and buy all this stuff. Then I go there, and the stuff doesn't even like look that good anymore because I've already got a TV. Yeah, I've already got this other stuff. The only thing I wanted on Black Friday was like this little griddle that fit one egg in it. Yeah, you didn't get it. It was sweet. I know I should have, dude. The thing was sweet. Should have. Dude, you still owe us a waffle bar. Maybe this year if I get the motorhome going. Well, you don't really have a choice now. Oh yeah, update from the last podcast. I sold the van. Yeah, I was gonna have you bring that up. Why? Just because, like, tell people what your plan is for the your whole setup. All right, well, Christmas, I got that trailer. Yeah, can we just time out real quick? Alec had to one-up me on that. <laughs> That's not my fault. The you guys start... are always one-upping me. Not no, me. Not. Not, not me. Not Nick, but Alec I is. Didn't, I didn't do it to one-up you. The stars align. Finally and... get a 450. Alec has to go get an 18. Get a trailer. Alec gets one the next day. I got a scooter. Alec got a Zuma. You're just inspiring him. You're inspiring him. That's all it is. Yeah. You really push me through life. You you really make me try harder so I can one up you, dude. The amount of stuff I appreciate I one up you or just inspire you, dude. He one ups me. He sells. I you know how much of his gear I have. I'm trying to help you. I know. I'm just saying. He this kid has made so much money off me. I have both of his old helmets. I'm pretty sure I had his. I have his old chest protector. I think I no. I didn't have your knee braces, not yet. You're gonna. Yeah, possibly. Got your old scooter. Got your old bike. 
I should be getting paid to run your logo on my bike. You never even give me any money for that. I, you running my logo doesn't make me any money. So, <laughs> it's all about the profit. It's all about the profit return in advertising, and I'm just yeah, okay. the logo on your swing arm doesn't really cut it. Well, maybe you should start doing more powder coating. I like doing personal powder coating. I don't like your powder coating people. I I hope so. Yeah, I do too. If it lasts, I'm gonna have to get in on that. I'm just like get well, something. Powder people coating? think like powder coating is like a magical paint that is indestructible. It's really not. Yeah, I'm just wondering it's, if it like lasts like a decent amount of time to make it worth it. Well, like it depends on where you put it. Like if you put it on a clutch cover, your boots probably <laughs> That's gonna not gonna last pretty quick. Yeah, but yeah. Is it, even is, though is it gonna last a pressure washer? Oh yeah, easy. What do you want done? I don't know. Well, I don't have that big of an oven, so I can't really do that many things. Like new levers, I'd covers. Clutch car, my clutch car I thought you just got. Room. I thought you just got an oven. I don't have anywhere to plug it in. I don't have a two twenty outlet to plug it into. So you made me cuddle up in the back of your van with that oven for no reason. Exactly. And the one twenty five. And a one twenty five and a couch. <laughs> we went to haul the one twenty five home, and I and had an oven and a couch. <laughs> there were... Didn't, didn't like want to take this on? Yeah, you like you didn't think about taking it out before we went and got the one twenty five. It was raining out. I didn't want to put the oven outside. It's been outside. It's been you probably found I it outside. Any... I got it off Facebook. And it was sitting outside at their house when you got it. It was in the kitchen because they were renovating the house, and then they paid me to paint some railings for them. That was oh, sick. Really? Yeah, because I went there to pick up the oven. I was like, yeah, I'm getting into painting and powder coating. Hopefully, we can do it as a business. And they're like, oh, you want to paint these railings? And I said, yes. And that was a mistake. Yeah, that's when you just stop talking and be like, oh, I'm actually just starting. So I'm actually really bad at it right now. So you <laughs> definitely don't want me touching these railings. Because yeah. like, when he asked me if I wanted to do them, I gave him a price that was pretty high, hoping he would turn it down. Then he accepted it. And I was like, oh. It's a big deal. I'm like, uh, actually. Oh, yeah, then I had to haul him home in sandblaster. My sandblaster kept breaking. So that was a pain. And I was hauling him over there in the van. They freaking fell and got all scratched up on the way over there. Really? So I had to give him some of the money back. It like, wasn't anywhere where you could actually see it. But I still felt bad, so I gave him some money back. Which I shouldn't have done. Nick, how's yeah. your box layout? I like it. I like it a lot. It flows cool. Is it like going the same direction? No, it's, it's backwards. Oh. So you ride backwards and I thought you were going today. Yeah, I was going to go today and then I didn't really feel like shoving the snow out of my truck last night. I didn't have any gas in my gas can. And you were really supposed to be the ride. box today. So I might go on Sunday though if I don't go to Snowcross. Give, a, give Buckley a ride when you go. Yeah, I know. He hit me up. That was the other thing. Like, he wanted me to take the trailer, and I wasn't really planning on taking it, but then I told him I was just probably going to go Sunday, so if he wants to go, he can go with me. Gotcha. Yeah. Are you going to go to Snowcross all three days? No. I'm going to go to Snowcross tomorrow night, because my tickets are paid for, and on Saturday. I'm not going to go Sunday. That's dedication, buddy. I don't know. How I, much much for oh, I think cool. they're like 16 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. I'm thinking about going tomorrow if... I get out of uh, mouth surgery soon enough. Dude, what time is your surgery? 9.30. You realize that, like, nothing happens until, like, 6? Really? Yeah, it's all practice and qualifying all day. Oh. Like, the first the first actual main event is for amateur snow bikes, and that's at, like, 4.35 or something, and then pro snow bikes is at 5.00. 35 and then the pro show starts at 6 because they do opening ceremonies right after the pro snow bike heat or final I think there's like three I think there's three motos for pro snow bike oh but they're not so I got plenty of time yeah opening ceremonies don't start till 6 that's why I'm not in any that's why I'm going to work the whole day tomorrow you guys are going to get some entertaining snapchats after this mouth surgery let me tell you <laughs> oh you didn't put on yeah, no, because then I'd have to have someone drive me. They're just going to give me laughing gas. Buddy, 
you should have told me that I would have drove you. Yeah, just I don't want to get put under because then you feel like trash when you wake up. Yeah, but it's like when somebody I'm, else. Yeah, but when I'm a, when I had my shoulder surgery, I woke up and it took me like a two days for it to like get out of my system because I was sitting there like throwing up and felt like trash. The pills make me throw up. Everything makes you throw up, Nick. Waking up early after a concert makes you throw up. Yeah, I remember that. I yeah, uh, I think that was the uh, my arm pump pills that made me throw up. No, you can't even <laughs> take pills. Uh, okay, I uh, take the capsules, pull them apart, and I take the powder. Okay. So you <laughs> snort it. No, I just put it on a spoon. Eat it. And that seems like something. so much more work. Why don't you just swallow the pill? I can't swallow you, a pill. Shut up. You could try snorting it. I don't think no, that'd do the that'd same. hurt. It does. It hurts. People tell me it only hurts for like five seconds. People tell you, as in, you know, from experience. I, 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 I yeah. don't really can't talk on experience on that subject. Yeah, I can't either. Clean as a whistle. Clean as a whistle. Whistles aren't that clean. What? Whistles aren't that clean. I'm clean as a clean whistle. There, there you go. 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 Snowcross tickets are $16.11. Sweet. Not going. Kid. Why not? I don't want to. What else do you have to do? I don't know. Josh wants to do something tomorrow. Oh, Josh can wait. I thought we were hanging out tomorrow. Yeah, and then you said uh, you're going to Snowcross. That was an invite. No, it wasn't. Dude, hey, you want to go to Snowcross tomorrow? Snowcross is going to be sick. No, thanks. Snowbikes is going to be oh. fun to watch. Hopefully, Zach Williams and Seth can do pretty well. Yeah, I guess snowbikes would be fun to watch. I'd rather be out there. I tried to get Heinen to get his done, but he's picking his kid up tomorrow instead. Can't believe he bought one. I know. <laughs> he looked good on it, though, so yeah, he'll get it. He looks good on everything, except for when we're having a cuddle session in the first turn at Millville. Yeah, well, between him <laughs> and Sophie, you have some rough first corners at Millville. I know. I mean, I've been there too, Dumb. thanks to Brock and Andrew, but, you know. <laughs> Dude, that one was gnarly. That was so dumb. It was literally Brock <laughs> cut me off at the last possible second. Like, I get he was trying not to hit Andrew, but you couldn't have cut over a little sooner. Like, Andrew was by himself, and then he just leaves me out to dry, and I ran right <laughs> into Andrew. That was not cool. Like, luckily, all the dirt was soft. Dude, when I crashed there with Nick, I got catapulted into the dirt, and it was the softest landing I've ever felt. Yeah. Wait, so nice. Funny story about that is I was, like, standing with your mom before that race started, and I was like, if you guys want to see a crash, it's probably going to happen because there was a lot of A guys, and then uh, you and Heinen crashed. Felt, You're a prick. I felt kind of bad. I wasn't. He jinxed you. He jinxed you. Talking about A class. You, I am getting back at you for that one. How? I will disable your bike. Well, then I'll disable your bike. You don't know how to disable a bike. I know how to disable one. I don't know how to put it back together. Disabling's the easy part. Disabling. Cool. Nice grammar, buddy. Thanks so are we for supposed that. to do like interview? Are we just doing random interviews this weekend at Snowcross or what? Well, that's kind of the plan. <laughs> I plan on just walking up to someone who's racing and be like, hey, you want to be on a podcast interview, please? I already have a list of who I'm interviewing and who I'm not interviewing. So, who? Alec already knows. This... Yeah, yeah, I already know. He, we can, he, can, take a, he can take a wild guess, and I'm pretty sure he knows who I won't. On who you. See, you're just trying to bring people down by being mean to them. I'm not trying See, to bring people down. These people just have enough publicity. They don't need any more. Okay, who are you going to interview? Uh, I want to interview Seth Fisher. Okay. And Zach said that uh, he'd do an interview, so. And I'm trying to think who else races sleds. I know Tri Whitworth's going to be there. Riley Bester's going to be there, but I haven't really seen him in, I haven't seen him in a long time. He's from Prior League, played lacrosse, or still does. I'm sure, sure, doing sure Kyle Pauline would be down. Yeah, if we could get he to would, him, that'd be cool. pretty cool. I remember when we got to the rig. 
We did, didn't we? I yeah. forgot about that. I was thinking about that the other day and couldn't remember if we actually did or not. Thanks to the one that can't be named, but yes. We never got our free jackets. Yeah, I know. I was supposed to get a jacket from her last year, too. Didn't get one of those. I should have let her buy me one when I had the chance. I told you. Bad. What did I tell you? You told me to have her buy me a jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I just met her. So? She offered. That's different. I don't... I don't... Like taking advantage of people and their feelings. It's not taking advantage when they offer it. Much different. Very, but not that much different. Very different. <sighs> well, you guys want to uh, talk about anything else that's on your mind, or you want to close this down? I'm just gonna wait till after A1 to do my rant. Uh, I look forward uh-huh. to that. After I'm, I'm just gonna predict it's gonna. I think it's gonna be for four fifties. It's gonna be Tomac, Roxon, and I want to say Stewart for fourth. So Tomac, Roxon, and three probably Webb top three. Maybe not in that order, but top three. So yeah, I think it's probably. Oh no, actually, well, yeah. Okay, first so I'll do my fancy picture quick. I did Tomac to win, Roxon second, AC third. Mookie fourth, and I don't even remember who I picked for fifth, and I had, like, Justin Brayton tenth or something, whoever the wild card is. Right, yeah, I think it's definitely, definitely going to go Barsha, Plessinger, Benny Bloss. Who else is on Blue Crew? Yeah, you're just naming off Yamaha. <laughs> who else is on Blue Crew? I feel like you should uh, switch Roxon and since you're all around, Spence. Well, yeah, that might not be a bad idea. I at least for my top three, I think it's going to be AC, Tomac, and Roxon somewhere in that order, and Webb and me, either Webb and Anderson or Webb and Mookie to finish out the top five. I just hope that one person doesn't run away with it. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be tough because there's like thirteen guys that can win. <clears throat> I'm not going to lie, but... if Tomac doesn't win the title. I'm going to be real happy. Me too. You know, I was watching the uh, Supercross preview show last night. And kind of started to feel bad for Tomac. Why? But then I remembered he was on a cowie, and I didn't feel bad anymore. Cool. I don't go. like. I don't hate him. He's on a cowie. I just hate how he was when we saw him at City's Edge. He's a little dick. Yeah, he wouldn't pose for my picture. Out. And he's like a robot. He doesn't. He doesn't like interaction with people. He wouldn't pose for my picture, and then Roxon did it, and I was pumped. Dude, the the pro circuit or Monster Energy. 450 guys don't even have they are in two separate semis really yes they're not even they don't do anything like they each have their own little setup they each have their own rv like remember how like 2006 through like 2009 like all the all the guys were under one semi like per class like i, I was listening to uh Pope max and they were talking about how tomac and like ac aren't even like in the same semi Dang it! I was hoping they would, because then AC's AC would like, attitude would some, like throw like, Tomac off. Yeah, like AC would put some happiness in him. He's a freaking robot. I think he's nice, except for when he doesn't take a good picture with. He just like <laughs> always mad. Well, I'd be pretty mad too if I blew three titles three years in a row. Well, yeah, but he's got outdoors. Nobody cares about outdoors. No. That's the problem. Somebody's got to beat him in outdoors this year. Barsha. Not. I will bet my 450 on that. That doesn't happen. Can I make that bet and not give you anything in return? Uh, yes. No. Did you say yes, Nick? You give me 1.5. Yeah. All right. He seems confident. All right. So. All right. Deal's a deal. I, I get your 450 <laughs> if he doesn't. And if he does, I get your 450. Wait. No. And if he does, wait. Oh, my. I'm backwards. If he wins outdoors, I get your 450. If he doesn't, then I was wrong. I get the 125. No, I get the 125. You do not want my 125. Yeah, I do. Things really don't. But so what? It's free. It's definitely not going to be free, but I do have a free 450 coming, so that's kind of cool. No, you don't. Yours. I want that back. You, You can buy it back. I don't have that kind of money. We gotta get a new bike. We can just t- we can just see if we can get Nick a dirt bike at Walmart. He can get one. He needs a new one. Or just buy me a dirt bike. I'm pretty sure Walmart doesn't carry dirt bikes. 
One day we'll get Nick on a Yamaha. It'll happen. I don't nope. doubt it. Not gonna happen. It'll start. I'd rather, be on, I'd rather be on the Razor from Walmart. Dude, honestly, though, still when, I was at, when I was at Walmart, when I was at Walmart the other night looking <laughs> at sleds, I thought about it. If I got one of those for Milva this year, it's technically not a pit bike, so they can't take it. I highly doubt that it would move with you on it. Okay, but that's not the that's not the point I'm looking at. The fact is, Dave Williams can't take it because it's not technically a pit bike. Thought you weren't gonna name drop. Well, I'm just that's not negative. I'm just saying mm. he's he's the guy. He's the enforcer. It's not a pit. I mean, obviously, I would ask the owners of Millville if I can have it or not, and if I can't, I return it. But it's not a straight pit bike, so I. Don't Do you know how like big of a would... scrub you would look like riding around? Yeah, until everybody on a else got him. Buddy, all it takes is one to start a trend. It you have to have like a good plan to start a trend, though, not a razor. Oh, like... No, you don't. You ever notice that in high school, how one person in your friend group got an e-stake and everybody else got them? Not There's everybody. One person, one person thought the person that started it looked cool. Everybody got jewels after one of their friends had one. All not takes everybody. One person. Yeah, not everybody. Okay, well, not everybody, but some people that we know. That's a poor example. Oh, it's not. That is a nationwide trend. Riding around a 21-year-old <laughs> full-grown man riding around a Razor dirt bike, not going to start a trend. Yeah, well, just watch. You'd be All better right. off starting the trend of wearing your knee braces on the outside of your pants than doing that. No, because that, that's already been done. You know what trend we could start? At Millville, it's already been done. We could start the over-the-boot pants. No. Let's do it. No, please. Not. Please? Come on. Let's do it one time. No, I would rather go out in a suit every moto than do that. And I hate wearing suits. A super suit? No. Frozone. A suit suit. You got to bring Frozone back. A <laughs> super suit? No, we're doing, we're either doing food or we're doing alcohol beverages for Halloween bash. I either want to be a hot dog or I want to be a food. fireball. Yeah, no, we might have to do food. If I, the the alcohol ones it might be kind of hard to get and hard to ride in. Try riding in a freaking hot dog. Well, that's your own fault. You pick. <laughs> Try riding hot. Dog. What else am I gonna pick? There's no other food. A banana. Let me a grain pizza, of rice. Pizza, a burger, grapes, apple. There's a lot. I'm gonna make a grain of rice. That that's I don't think you can find a costume like that. I bet we can make one. Like, uh, it's like Jenna. I mean, you could go as we could go as Red Solo because my parents did that one year. They just had like plastic garbage cans, and their friend cut the little, like tops and bottoms off them and on, red. How on earth are we gonna ride wearing a fifty-five gallon <laughs> yeah. garbage can, buddy? You put it. It's a lot. Yeah, you, you just have to see it. All right? I'm not worried about seeing it. I'm worried about the weight. Those are heavy. No, they're not. And they don't flex like a hot dog costume would. Well, that's why you modify it. Or we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. It's not October yet. You can't wait for it to be October. I want to ride. <laughs> really, buddy? October? Well, I, I guess it's spring. Yeah, I'm taking snow. I just want to ride. But I do like the fall weather and the foliage. Fall weather's the best. Yeah, it is. All right, boys. Well, we'll have we'll continue this talk after a one. I'm just gonna we're gonna start doing rant segments because I'm gonna be good at those. All right, we I will set up. The, I will. I will. You already get on it. I will set up a voiceover to cue your rant segment to edit in after we're done recording. Dude, honestly, just wait till the race season starts. If I have one bad weekend, I'm gonna rant the entire time. That's fine. <laughs> I look forward to it. Like, once the moto season starts, my rants are going to be fired. I will pay somebody in C class to take you out. Well, then they better be pretty big, or we're going to be fighting if I find out that I paid them. You're not going to fight anyone. All they'll have to do is tap you in your kneecap, and you'll buckle. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. All right. Yeah, Spencer, you're really competitive. I know I am. <laughs> like, very. Well, I don't like being taken out by the same person every freaking race. Like, I don't want to play bingo with you. I'm not competitive in bingo. I'm only competitive in okay. I have seen you react in bingo at Mystic. 
Dude, everybody reacts like that at bingo when they get one away and they don't win. If you don't do that, then you're not having that much fun. Spence, what? I'm going to play tic-tac-toe with you. When did we do that? I, we haven't. I just don't want to. Well, I'm not that competitive. I'm only competitive with stuff I like, am good at. I play tic-tac-toe on the Biffy at work. You make a little board on there and wait for someone else to fill it out. <laughs> That's got to take a long-ass time, though. It is, but then, like, when you win, it's nice. That, that's a good feeling. Well, how do you even know you're still playing the same person? If somebody else comes in and they just put a mark, then how do you know that you're playing the one person? It's kind of a kind of an honesty deal. <laughs> or what if someone finishes your game for you? That's happened, and I about blew my lid. <laughs> I was looking forward to the tic-tac-toe game all day, and I went out there. Already finished for me. I was like, I just about left the job site on the spot. <laughs> How about you stop vandalizing the porta potties? Yeah. Kid. Have you seen some of the illustrations that have been done in those porta potties? I don't think a yeah, tic tac toe board. Some of them are pretty bad. One time there was this porta potty and it had said this um, saying right above the urinal. And I was at a different job site and I was in the same porta potty. Saw it again. I'm like, this is sick. That's kind of cool. We got a heater in one of our porta potties, but it's never plugged in. So someone drew some squiggly lines in front of the heater to make it look like heat coming out. And someone also wrote it's for looks and then drew an arrow pointing to the porta potty or to the heater in the porta potty. Oh, That's fine. Because apparently it costs too much to run an extension cord out to the porta potty. So we can be comfortable. Yeah. Do you know that if you have women on your job site that they have to have their own porta potty? Really? Yeah, like we have a couple of girls, like the cleaning ladies, they have to have their own porta potty. It has to have like all their like toiletries that they would need. It has to have a lock on it, and it has to have a heater. Really? What the heck? I want a heater. All like, I want is a heater. Like, I mean, like we have we have theirs has a heater, and then we have one out of the other four that has a heater. But like, kind of nice to have a porta potty that is like clean all the time, like super clean, and you have a lock on it. I don't know why we're talking about porta potties yeah. so much. I don't. I feel know like either. we got carried away on the biffy talk. Well, yeah, okay. Well, we'll just focus on our rant <laughs> after this, after A1 and Snowcross this weekend. I really look forward to your rant. Because, you know, something's probably going to happen. Alex's probably going to call something because he seems to call stuff. I do have a All good track record with calling things for you. Yeah, if it's, a, if it's a specific topic, you're usually right. Unfortunately. Yeah, but, you know, it's a new year, so we'll see. <laughs> I, Are you going to the Snowcross Saturday too, Alec? I don't know. I yeah. I don't. I suppose probably. Might as well. All right. I'll see you there. Maybe I'll go Friday. We'll see. We'll make up your mind and Kids. let you know. Yeah, figure it out. All right. Well. All right, cool. I guess we'll uh, continue with this after a one because we should probably cut it off now because we're at sixty nine minutes and that's pretty cool. Really? Yeah. Jeez, I thought it was like 30. Yeah, it's 69. You're really bad at time. It's all those concussions. Uh, just having a good time. All right. Just having a good time, actually. I'll talk to you boys later. All right. See you. Yeah. See you.